The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And this is the Ash Holes, unfiltered cigar radio. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Stu Fink, your studio announcer. Let's begin with your host, Pastor Patron, Dan the Man. And hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It is time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course our website, theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. I'm here with uh, Aaron, my co-host here. Yep, yep. And Oliver is... In the wind. <laughs> in the wind. Again, I saw him earlier today, but he oh, had to yeah. whisk off. Yeah, and we're starting a little early, too. And we're starting like a little I early. Walk in the door and we're going. <laughs> Boom. But that's not a bad thing. Yeah. And uh, today on the show, we're going to be smoking the Christoph Connecticut Matador. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it's the Connecticut by Christoph. Yes. And it's a Matador. <laughs> and uh, it is a um, big six and a half by 54 Toro. Um, it's got a great oily sheen to it, an unfinished foot, had a little pigtail mm-hmm. top on it, uh, which you can... In Christoph fashion, you know. <laughs> pop off. Yeah, it's there, that's one of their signature things. Um, I kind of got some hay and barnyard and stuff on the uh, dry rods. You I didn't have time for didn't that. Didn't have so. time for that. <laughs> Boom. Sat down, I'm going. So it's an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, and it's a Nicaragua Habano binder and a quad Dominican Habano filler. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. But that is what they say, and they're sticking to it. (laughs) Okay. So you want to talk about a little bit about what uh, you're picking up as I light this thing up here? As I pick up the cigar, we're going to just go for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a little bit of sweetness. There's an underlying spice. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail on what's what right now because, again, just lit up. Um, There's spice and uh, just a light light sweetness, almost a... Mm. Uh, like a, a, a breadiness, like a bread sweetness. So sure, that's that what I'll go with like, for Like now. a white bread kind of. Yeah, sweetness. yeah. So yeah. not like a like a honey or raisin or anything mm-hmm. like that, but just like a, a bread, like the the crust of a bread. Mm. Not sure yet though. Yeah, it's got some. It's 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 not your typical Connecticut. That's very very mild. It's a it's a medium bodied. It's got lots of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, combination of the the Nicaraguan binder and the um, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut and the uh, Habano there really makes a mm-hmm. difference. It kind of reminds me of the, it's the same kind of medium bodied uh, Connecticut that like the um, Roma Craft and Temperance has. Yeah, yeah. Along that strength, at least. Along that strength, yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of flavor, too. Mm. Aaron, I, I think before. it's more of a, a toast flavor. Actually, more toast. Oh, that's totally more, different more, from bread crust. More, more toast. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a totally to- It's got a toastiness to it, which I think goes with bread, unless of course toast you're drinking. Toast and bread generally go together. Yes. Yes, they do. You unless can't have you, one yes. without the other. Unless you're drinking, but that show mm. with Eric Hansen is weeks away. So Eric, <laughs> yes, Eric Woodworth, yes. rather. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, is he coming back? Yeah, He's in the building. Yeah. I know. <laughs> First Wednesday in June, we've got Eric Hansen okay. back with us. I'm looking forward to that. But. Um, yeah, the draw is great on this. 
And, you know, one of the, I like the unfinished foot. You know, it, yeah. it, to me, it like helps light the scar, right? You don't have to spend hours, you know, toasting mm-hmm. and toasting and toasting. And I, I like how it works. I mean, you're, the burn there right now looks fantastic. I yeah. Mean, we're just getting started. But. Yeah. It depends on, the, I mean, with Kristoff, typically the unfinished foot works out well. Mm. It doesn't cause burn issues. I've had other brands where it's, uh, sometimes it'll just cause an uneven burn early on. Uh, doesn't always correct so well. So it. It depends. I'm not a, a full fan of unfinished foot, but for some brands it works out better mm. than others. There's definitely some pepper on this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, especially, uh, you know, I, you know, certainly I get that in the retro, but uh, it's, it's left on my tongue. I got that kind of, cr- a kind of a creamy, almost caramely kind of sweetness. Yep. And then all of a sudden this pepper. You get the cream on the around. retro a lot. Yeah, yeah. Along with the spice, it's, it's just there. Mm-hmm. So what have you been doing for the past week, Aaron? Anything uh, exciting? Uh, it's mean, getting, isn't the school year kind of coming to a close? Or? Yeah, I wish. No? I got, we're, we're going to the end of June with all the snow end we had. End of June, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's full on. And now it's like, for me, it's wedding season too. So it's like mm. I've got just weddings almost every weekend. Really? Yeah, just with friends. Like it's not even, I'm not working them or anything. It's just <laughs> busy going to weddings. <laughs> it's it's crazy. So That's And nice. then there's like the bachelor parties and all that stuff leading up to it. So. It's it's a little chaotic. That's you know. that's that's got to be hard for an introvert like yourself to be going out partying yeah. at weddings yeah. every weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bachelor it's, parties. It's, every it's other not weekend. my favorite thing. <laughs> no, no. But no. you know, I want to support my friends. Whatever. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, as we're getting into this, I want to talk a little bit about this week's Pastor Padrone's "Thou Shalt Not," and you know, we've talked about this before, but. This, you know, this uh, issue has come up in my life in a whole new way. And uh, at the uh, cigar shop I am normally at, the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, we had a customer who, you know, just deep-throated his cigar. You know, that's not advisable to begin with. You know, get it all, and then walked up to the to the table, took the community cutter and cut oh, the cigar. Gosh. And we've had to put out a sign. We have a sign at our cutting table that says, please cut your cigar before putting it in your mouth. I mean, that's like, you know that's a risk when you're going for that community cutter, but it's like to yeah. just blatantly do it. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's not cool. And so, you know, we, we washed, we sanitized, we cleaned everything up, we put out, we put out the sign. But it is, it's just so Why would you interesting mean? to me how, how people, they don't think about it. They, it's, it's not like they're trying to be gross. I don't think they're thinking that this is a, a be- but they do. They'll just... In their mouth, and then uh, cut and it. Then, and then take somebody, a cutter that everybody else uses. Yeah, who, just, knows, who knows who's used the cutter? Yeah. Let alone, you know, what, you know... So Got it's a, just an outbreak of herpes here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I'll use the community cutter. But uh, you know, I took a picture of I took a picture of the sign. We have a sign out there now. I took took a picture and put it on Twitter, and it's uh, the view the viewing on that and the commenting on that has just been through the roof. <laughs> it's yeah. by far probably the most viewed post on Twitter I've ever had. See, I've I've never had to use a community cutter because like, no, even I if always I, have mine with me. Even if I didn't have one with me, I would just 
buy you, another use one. Your, <laughs> I would buckle Use your fingers. You like, know, yeah, use your fingers, whatever, anything other than using that, because I know yeah. it's it's called the slaughter cover, cutter for a reason. <laughs> not into swap and spit with the other guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you're, gonna, if you're going to use the store cutter, if you're going to use the community cutter at your smoke shop, please cut your cigar first before you put the cigar in your mouth. Yeah. There are other people who are using it. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it nice, yep. neat. And then, you know, don't after, especially, you know, you slobber your cigar, you cut the thing, and then you drop the cutter into the cutting tray. And then with the, ash and then now you've got ash, you've yep. got spit, you've got, uh, it's, it was gross. Yeah. Gross. We're preaching to the gross. choir, though, because our, our yes, listeners are the, you know, a class above the rest. I right? would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. I would expect the people who listen to this show are just top-notch cigar <laughs> smokers who know what they're doing. They are cigar elitists. Mm. Elitists, yeah. <laughs> Much <laughs> like you guys, Dan and Aaron. Oh, yeah, that's me. Totally elite. <laughs> so that's uh, the thou shalt not for this week. Um, right now, this for me is like a, a mild slash medium kind yeah, of strength. Yeah, lower side of medium. Yeah, lower side of medium. And uh, the burn is great. It's burning kind of slow, actually. Yeah, it's and, a nice burn. And uh, it's creamy. It's nutty. Um, it's got that little bit of spice going on there. So there's there's an, enough going on that's keeping me interested. Yeah. I'm more of a football guy. The cream is definitely off. picking up, and the, the, the spice is kind of backing down. Mm. Very, very good. Yeah. Well, I think we should go right to our top five. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect 10, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right, we've done some pretty serious top five lists in the past. Oh, yes. Very, very important stuff. This, this is going to be more on the silly side of things. And this is five times, the top five times that farts broke the law. Oh, my. Mm, gonna get, you're all going to be blown away with this. I've heard, I've heard people tell me, and uh, frankly, they're all women who've told me this, who tell me they don't fart. Yep, I, I have a friend that has never farted in front of her husband, and they've never. been married for, I think, 15 years or something now, Either, years. Either, you know, she is very, very good or has no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, or she's deaf. <laughs> or, or she's deaf. You know, Just didn't have the heart the, to tell the you. The average person, I guess, according to this article, farts 14 times a day, every day of the year. That means if you, yeah, if you <laughs> live to be 80 years old, you will have farted over 400,000 times in your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. A class above the rest. That's what we are yep, here. Yep, yep. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't think, though, that, you know, this could be a law-breaking thing, but there have been times I know, what it where was. this really ended up becoming a legal issue of various sorts. And number five is this, uh, the fart exorcist lawsuit. Is this where you try to cast out a demon by farting in someone's face? 
this is <laughs> this this story is about a guy, um, and this happened in 2013, in uh, Pesetti, Romania, who sued an Orthodox uh, bishop and four priests because he had called them in to his house, convinced that his house was possessed by flatulent demons. Surely you can't be serious. That's a thing, right? Flatulent yeah. demons who were just stinking up the place. Mm. And he could see cows. He could see move, moving animals. And these, these smells would just come out of nowhere and give him headaches and, and the whole thing. So more so like he an does, open sewer somewhere. He, yeah, so he, <laughs> does, yeah, he pro- probably hasn't had his... Yeah, uh, probably just plumbing. <laughs> exactly. Nope, it, demons. So, a plumber. but you know, he, he goes to right to the thought. We would all think this can't be something natural or, or my sewer system or, or septic tank. It must it, be. Yeah. Demons. That's what we all think. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so he calls the, the local, uh, local bishop. They come and they actually take this seriously. They pray over the house, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So he sued them. He sued them for because not being able to solve his, solve his problem. One False hour, advertising. Yeah. <laughs> now the court, Threw it out. Well, I would hope right. so. But um, he has since taken it to the European Court of Human Rights. <laughs> Human rights violation by not Which being hears cases involving potential demon. violations of various human rights provisions. Yeah. So this has become a human rights violation that these demons are flatulating in his house. You know, Can you believe this? Mental illness is everywhere. This is saying. real stuff. <laughs> number four. Number four. Uh, uh, this guy was far, was fired for farting on the job. Well, I guess it depends on what your job is. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy, okay, Richard Clem, was fired from his controller position at the Case Pork Roll Company <laughs> in New Jersey due to flatulence, the report says. He alleged that his extreme g- gas resulted from a gastric bypass that he had in 2010. And later in 2013, his symptoms grew worse and created a significant disruption for other workers. According to his wife, the company's president made him work from home and said things like, quote, we cannot run an office and have visitors with the odor, with this odor in the office. Tell Richard that we are having complaints for people who have problems with the odor. Just give him a window office. Come on. <laughs> in response, they fired a lawsuit against his employer claiming that mm-hmm. the termination of his employment was a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Which, that's fair, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and... Um, it was dismissed. Really? Interesting. It was dismissed. I mean, like, I get both sides of that, but mm-hmm. really, if it was a medical issue, what are you going to do? Just move him to a different office or something. Clem's <laughs> uh, uh, attorney insisted that um, the farting was the sexy part of the story, but that he suffers from <laughs> obesity, which is covered by the Americans with Disability Act. Mm-hmm. No surprise yeah. there that he was obese, but... It was ultimately dismissed. Hmm. Okay. Then, uh, number three, there are actually farts that have led to fires. So a firefighter's farting, and he's causing Mm. worse. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 2016, a woman was undergoing surgery at the Tokyo Medical Facility Hospital when she farted on the table. 
and ignited a laser that was being used in the emergency room, and the resulting fire burned most of the woman's body, waist, and legs, necessitating another surgery. Yep, and if you knew what kind of surgery that was, <laughs> you'd realize how painful that really was. I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. Uh, the people there said that there were not any other potentially flammable materials at the room that could have caused the fire. It had to be her fart. Mm-hmm. You imagine that? I've heard about that sitting, recently. <laughs> sitting on the table, you're just doing your thing as a doctor. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Things light up, fire everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even believe like, this stuff. We're operating on here. <laughs> and then sometimes, now, you've, you've probably heard about this, uh, revenge farts. Have you, uh, have you heard no, about these? No, that's revenge not farts? a thing, is it? It is a thing. You've never heard about re- I'm surprised. No. You're a school teacher. You should know about revenge farts. Kids yeah, do and this I've all got the three time. brothers, but I've never heard of this. <laughs> no. Um, you know, it, this is one of these things when, you know, you, you know, somebody does something or maybe they fart. Well, and then you I, fart I, it, it's in gotta response be different in, in, I mean, you in revenge. You don't bring okay. it to a fart from something else. That's just <clears> foul. <laughs> um in 2017, police in Kansas City, Missouri, took Sean Skies Jr. in for questioning over drug and gun charges. And during the interview, Skies leaned to one side of his chair and let loose a loud fart. <laughs> <laughs> and afterward, he continued to be particularly flatulent. Okay, the detective questioning him decided to end the interview early. <laughs> for chemical warfare. <laughs> And he still ended up facing, you know, drug and firearms charges, but he actually stopped the police interview because he was farting. I mean, you don't have to get it done right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And number one. Number one. We've all heard of the SPD, silent but deadly, but there are actually farts that have led to death. That is the number one thing. Is that like the wife kills the husband for farting? That kind of thing, yes. (laughs) Farts can have some particularly grisly ends. In 2012, in Ohio, a 16-year-old Shaikra Dorsey got into a fight over farting. Dorsey had teased another girl. Again, I've got three brothers. I've been there. (laughs) After she passed gas, resulting in a fist fight that led to Dorsey's death. She farted so bad that she was beaten to death <laughs> for farting so bad. And the, uh, the, uh, the name has so many vowels in it, it's hard to... Dorsey um, was actually charged with one count of murder there. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not because of the fart, though. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, because you killed someone. You must have had a lot of fun researching this one, Dan. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Don't deep dive into Google on that one. Among Everyone the many in other... this room is now dumber. May God have mercy on your soul. Yes, that's probably that's true. That's what I say. Among the many other farts that have resulted in deaths of people, the incident that pr- probably claimed the most lives occurred in Jerusalem during the first century A.D., the historian Josephus, you've heard Josephus, yep. yep, we've both heard Josephus, reported that during the Feast of Unleavened Bread, a Roman soldier dropped his pants, bent over, and farted. This fart enraged the surrounding crowd, resulting in a riot that claimed the lives of 10,000 people. The fart heard around the world. There you go. <laughs> That's intense. <laughs> 10,000. Well, it probably was and gold. And that is today's top Five. Don't you all feel better now? <laughs> <I'm> f- 
I actually had some chili for lunch. I am a little gassy. All right, let's get out of here quick. <laughs> so what else are you picking up here on this uh, here cigar? Uh, the, the spice, actually, well, I, I think I'm smoking a little bit faster, and so mm -hmm. the spice is picking up a little bit heavier now. Um, but that, that cream is pretty steady. Um, I almost want to say the, the spice is nutmeg. That's hmm. it's, it's what makes me, because it's making me, with the cream, it's making me think of eggnog almost. And so I associate that with nutmeg. I can pick, I can, I can appreciate the whole nutmeg, the eggnog kind of creaminess that's there. That's not, that's not actually a bad, that's not actually a bad picture there. Well, it's like I know what I'm doing. You do know what you're doing. I can fake it at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take our break here. And when we come back, we're going to announce the ash hole, or in this case, ash holes Ooh, of boy. the week. We're going to continue our thoughts on the Connecticut Matador by Christoph Cigars. We'll be right back. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serena. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional, a flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of the Ash Holes. Yay! On the United Podcast Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. 
In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Once again, the ash holes are back with Puffs of Plenty. So let's get back to the show with your host, Pastor Patron, the number one Connecticut matador, and that's no bull, Dan <laughs> the Man. Wow. Every week, I can't wait to hear how I'm something announced new, after yeah. the week. It's something new. I don't know where he comes up with all this stuff. It's I make, fantastic. I make it up as I go along. Apparently <laughs> so. Um Welcome back. Welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We are smoking the Connecticut cigar, the Connecticut Matador by Christoph Cigars. They come up with a very common name, Connecticut, because it's a Connecticut. It's a Connecticut. But yeah. they didn't want to call it a Toro, so they called it a Matador. Matador, yeah. Uh, so you kind of get the pun there. Little punny. Um, and this cigar, now it's uh, more of a full medium to me. Yeah, yeah. Dead, dead medium. Dead medium. Dead yeah. medium. <laughs> you know, very creamy, very smooth. Yep. What kind of flavors are you picking up there, Aaron? Uh, I mean, we were talking about how mm. during the break, the creaminess really kind of influences how you perceive the flavors. So the, the spice, you know, interacts with that, that creamy almost, you know, base. And so, like, normally it would be maybe cinnamon or something like that, but sure. the creaminess kind of changes it a bit, mm. um, just the perception. Um, hard to nail down, but it is, it is a unique Connecticut. You know, you don't really get 
this like amount of spice typically with that amount of creaminess. So you usually have like a little bit of creaminess, a lot of spice, other way around. Um, really pretty unique. Yeah, it's very balanced, I think. And, you know, I've got this kind of a white pepper, cedary kind of retro. And yet the, the finish is more nutty and like you had now i can't get it out of my head you probably planted that idea eggnog, you know right. the, the whole eggnog or which which doesn't the, taste like eggnog no but it's, it, it, it does have that it does that have nutmeg yeah is, that is what nutmeg kind of creamy kind of tricking your brain finish yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm picking up something something along the lines of maple maple like wood. i could see like a maple ma the, wood a maple like tree yeah. oh, okay i was thinking the maple candies which mm. they have a little bit of a, a bite to them which is not just super sweet right 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 but the they have almost a creaminess to it. Yeah, there's definitely a real sweetness to, to this cigar that's that's very, very interesting. I'm having a hard time kind of picking it out. Hmm. But uh, very, very nice. Um, anyway, we'll it, talk I do, I don't taste flatulence, so it's not just that's planting good. ideas in our head. And I so. have not, so we are both safe. <laughs> You can lose time. an appetite listening to this program sometimes. Mm. That's, what about, how, that's how we roll. Stu, how about you? What are you picking up with this cigar? Well, I got some toast mm -hmm. on the front of it. <clears throat> now it's just kind of morphed into a very smooth, pleasant cigar. I'm not sure if I'm tasting <laughs> maple or oak or pine or whatever. Uh, wood but it's some kind of wood. Yeah. Some kind of wood. It's, flavor, got, yeah. it's got overall woody notes to it, mm -hmm. but maintaining a very smooth... A burn and flavor. Yeah, the burn on the cigar has been great. And um, the ash, you know, holds on for about half an inch, three quarters of an inch, and then wants to kind of naturally mm -hmm. come off. I've been doing a good job keeping my keyboard clean this week. <coughs> First right. time for everything. There we go. <laughs> now, um, ash hole of the week. Uh, we have in the past done some ash holes who did some really dumb things doing selfies. You know, you know, this is all the rage, you know, you go and you can't gosh. be on any kind of social media without seeing people taking selfies of themselves or with friends or with stars or, you know, in various, you know, places that they that they're traveling to mm -hmm. or visiting or whatnot. But sometimes people get so into these that they do things that are unsafe. And this past week, as I was kind of trolling the, the news for the Ash Hole of the Week, this, this um, uh, theme popped out. I saw, this, I saw this pattern. This pattern formed of multiple people who were getting hurt, seriously hurt, or actually died doing selfies. Doing selfies. Oh. And so I said, you know what? Let's, let's talk about these. And instead of doing one, let's, let's do three. Okay. Let's do three. Okay. The fact that we can easily find three is, is and a that's, sad that's state the scary of thing. society. So, you know, the first one is uh, a, a very, very sad. It's about uh, uh, Kaylee Mills, who was only 16, who was uh, killed in a car accident after unbuckling her safety belt to take a selfie with her boyfriend. Okay. She was with three friends in the car near her home in Texas, heading out to a party when the vehicle crashed and rolled over. I wonder if the driver was distracted by the selfie taking. Everybody else had their seatbelt on. Everybody lived but her. Man. Because she was so excited to take the selfie 
and wanted it to look this certain way that she unbuckled while she was in the car. Crazy, crazy. And it's, it's just sad because yeah. there's just no, there's no reason that, that this had to happen. Yeah, and, and if you're listening to the podcast and you don't have your seatbelt on, put it on. <laughs> really. And so now her parents are launching a campaign to convince people to keep their belts on at all times, which I am totally behind. Mm-hmm. And it's a sad thing that they have to do this. Kudos for her and parents it, for trying it, to like get pe- the word out People are like, there. oh, I'm just going here, I'm going there, I'm a good driver, whatever. It's like, you know what? Other people mm. are terrible drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So her parents have started something called the Kaylee Mills Foundation, which works to provide stickers for car windows and motorbike helmets across the region to remind drivers and passengers to buckle up. And now, Wait, and motorbike helmets? Yeah. You put a seatbelt sticker on a motorcycle. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. That will kill you. <laughs> if you're on a motorcycle, don't install a seatbelt. <laughs> uh, they kind of went in the wrong direction you on know, that one. No, what know. they do is they put a sticker on the back of the helmet. So yeah. as you're driving. So you see somebody without a seatbelt driving a motorcycle. That'll remind yeah, you. Wear with a with no cage around the middle. Right, no exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wear a helmet, too. I mean, that's. Oh, my. But, you know, it, you know, I'm, I'm at the point where I can't drive the car. Without my seatbelt, you feel naked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just uh, you know, I live in New England. I know that there are you know, people drive stupid, crazy. Yeah, and most accidents ac- actually happen right outside your home. I remember, you know, last summer, I was backing out of my driveway, and the neighbor across the street was backing out of their driveway apparently at the same time, and for whatever reason, neither of us saw each other. And we smacked right into each other. It happens, other. yeah. It just, I mean, I was in that wreck years ago, and if I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, I'd be totally dead. Yeah. I mean, the bruise I had across my chest from the seatbelt stopping me was enough proof for me. Like, Ugh. I would be dead beyond dead. Yeah. So wear your seatbelt. And if you're driving, don't be taking selfies. Okay. This girl was in the back seat. Distracted It just goes to show you how, you know, even being in the back seat, it's important to have your seatbelt No airbags on. there, so it's even almost worse. That's right. That's right. So uh, the next, the next one is uh, also really kind of nasty. This guy named uh, Prabhu Batera in the Nabaharbagar district <laughs> of Oshida in India. Oh, just say India because just nobody knows India. Regions. Okay, this guy in India most likely saw an injured bear <laughs> on the side of the road. So saw it though. So didn't didn't shoot it. Just saw no, it. Saw it there. Decided to get out and take a selfie. So with did he it. think it was dead or just in? He saw it, it injured. injured. He just he saw it was alive. It was a bear. It was oh, just sitting there. Because injured and animals so are the there's most a, safe. There's a, and you know the scary thing about this is there's actually a video of this. Oh my gosh! And so the guy goes over to to stand in front of the bear and take a selfie, and the bear reaches out and grabs him by the head and mauls him to death. Well, yeah. What do you expect? I mean. You know, an injured animal. An injured animal it doesn't know is what probably the doing. most dangerous. <laughs> you know, but it's just—it's just. Why would you do that? I it's mean, just, it, bears are so big, and you know, you know, bears. I, I couldn't do that. At least the first one is like an teenager. Injured, okay. Yeah. Terrible yeah. tragedy. And teenagers injured, make mistakes. Yeah, an injured animal, you the size of a bear. You do not go up and you know. Get, he literally got within about a foot of the bear. Just to get a picture. And went to take his picture. And, you know, a, a dog, a nearby dog came over, tried to break it up. The dog, you know, ended up getting creamed. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, but it, just, hor- just 
dumb. Really dumb. And what a, you know, here this guy's, you know, friend who was filming the selfie taking and yeah, ends no. up, you know, now this now video has been, sure. you know, I'm sure he's going to need counseling. That's, for the rest that's of a Darwin life. Award one. Yeah, definitely. Number three is also really kind of ridiculous. This one did not end in death. Okay, so we can really probably, lay into this guy. It was probably the the most expensive selfie that I have yet heard of. I would argue. This I don't is know. The most it was one of those, all those stars. That's a pretty expensive selfie, mm. right? Mm-hmm. With Ellen. And, no. <laughs> now, Todd Fassler of San Diego tried to take a selfie with a rattlesnake. Try to take a selfie with a rattlesnake. So many likes. Come on. That's, yep. that's worth yep. it. Right? And uh, he got bit. No Go kidding. figure. No kidding. Go figure. He got bit and, you know, got taken to the, the emergency room and everything. And um, he was, he, you know, they, they were able to, to give him the anti-venom and all yep. that. But here's, here's, where it gets, here's where it gets interesting. Okay. Um, the guy, the, there's only one place that makes the anti-venom. And the anti-venom is very um, expensive to make. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so after, you know, he goes through this whole ordeal. He gets, you know, he's in the hospital. He gets treated for everything. And then he gets the bill. Which was not apparently covered by his insurance. Uh, no, because you're taking well, a selfie. It's, it's snake venom. Self-inflicted, you know, it's right? Just, you know, he gets a bill for $153,000. Congratulations. You pretty much ruined your financial life. Yep. Yep. Because I mean, really, that's just like going to, to college now. But, <laughs> but I just, why would you do that? Why would you? Get in front. I mean, it's one thing to, like, do that at the zoo when the, the snake is behind the, the, the glass or whatever. Behind the glass or even just getting a little bit too close, taking a picture of it. But you're taking a selfie, which means you're taking your eyes off the snake, right. looking at your phone <laughs> to take that photo. It's like, who in their right mind takes their eyes off a rattlesnake that's near them? Oh, my goodness. Close enough to be in frame, and you're bit. Oh, totally. So, asshole worthy. Mm-hmm. Very, very much true. I... All of these are very ash hole of the week worthy things. So what's the moral of all this? Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. (laughs) Don't be taking stupid selfies. And don't be doing stupid things while you're taking your selfie. I am not a selfie. I like ruining selfies. Don't do things with wounded animals. And don't be taking pictures of yourself with poisonous animals that can kill you. I like to. I tend to... uh, Photobomb people taking selfies at, mm. at weddings, which is very <laughs> convenient. You just, you just get up, you find a, a little hole between, maybe if two people mm. taking a picture, you get between them. They don't even know it. Boom, ruined photo. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, and this guy, this, this just happened this last week in San Diego. Last week, wow. Yeah, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. So Surely you can't be serious. There are the ash holes of the week. So selfies. can we all agree, please, be safe out there and take your selfies. Enjoy them. Yeah. Take a selfie with a cigar. Take a selfie with a cigar. You're not going to get hurt n- well, unless no. you put it in, the lid in. in you lit it in your you mouth. Put, yeah. You learn a valuable lesson right there. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you know something? Every cigar smoker, I think, has done that. Have you ever done that? Never. No. I never have you. So there's. I don't put my cigars down very often. (laughs) (laughs) I like to just hold them and. It's very important to do it the right way. Hold the burnt end away from the face. You feel heat coming (laughs) near your mouth. Stop. Yes. Yes. I'm not going to feel it. Unbelievable. (laughs) Can you believe that, Stu? Can you believe these things? It's a sorry state of affairs. What can I say? Yes, I have, because I've seen some stupid people in stupid situations taking selfies. And as we all know, uh, as you've just proven, Dan, they're in the news all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what was sad, was that these three stories were all there, you know, in the same week's worth of stupid news. Mm. I couldn't believe it. There was a story. So, which means there's probably a lot more out there, uh, Yeah, too. there was a story within the last month that these girls mm. were taking selfies on a bridge, and literally seconds after they took these pictures, mm. the bridge collapsed. Oh, the bridge collapsed. Well, they, you couldn't have predicted that. That's, I mean, that, I, I'm not going to fault them on that one. No. Unless they were taking the picture on the bridge because they were going to dem- demolish it. <laughs> then, Okay. <laughs> But I imagine there are some people that have fallen off buildings taking selfies of themselves. Like, hey, let's yep. open this oh, ledge. Yeah. Isn't this oh, yeah. awesome? Yep. No, that has happened. You've and died. We have, ta- we have had a National of the Week who actually fell off the bridge. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We've done that, taken a selfie. And there was another uh, uh, story, actually, in, in this week's news. It was about a, uh, a filmmaker who was filming a giraffe. Now, this wasn't taking a selfie. He was actually working. Yeah. But he got too close to the giraffe, and the giraffe headbutted him. Oh. And he ended up dying. Well, that, I'd imagine that he'd get, with that long neck, and a good swing. It's like Just a golf a good club. good whap. You know, like a 100-pound golf club that's swinging at your head. <laughs> animals, you know, they're, they're dangerous. And, and, you know, no matter what you see on, on uh, uh, The Muppet Show or Sesame Street or, you know, Wild animals are wild? The wild crat brothers <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> animals, you definitely have kids. Animals are dangerous. Yes, I definitely have kids. Yep. Definitely have kids. Did you have a which, – which of those was, was – I hate to use the word, but which was your favorite of, story? Of what? Oh, those, those stories. Uh, which, which one stands out to you as, as the, the most, most – The most Ashel? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to go with the snake. You're going to go with the snake. Because if – I mean, the injured bear one, if he thought it was dead, all right. Mm-hmm. Still, it's really dumb. Yeah. Really dumb. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. But taking your eyes off a rattlesnake and getting close enough to get in a photo, because they're not huge, which means you had to get close to it, and then right. take your eyes off of it. That's probably the worst one. I think the 16-year-old girl, she paid the ultimate price. She did. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That one, uh, that's going to be the bottom of my list, because it's like people take off their seatbelts all the time. It probably is a short stint. It was a bad mistake. Paid for it dearly. Her whole family did. Yep. So I'm not going to rail on that too much. Mm. They're, I, all, they're all pretty sad. They are yeah. all pretty sad. You know, for me, ironically, you know, mine was the bear. Mm. You know, walking yeah, I, up to I, I an injured that. animal on yeah. the side of the road. And, you know, bears are, you know, they can really do a lot, of, you know, when they're not hurt. But mm-hmm. a hurt animal is going to do things yeah. that it, it would not normally yeah, do. Here, like cornered rat, and you know, so it's, it's like, it, you yeah. know, it doesn't know what's going on, and so yeah, you know, that was just to me just the epitome of. Yeah. I, I wonder what kind of bear it was too. Yeah, I, I hear a black what? bear is the worst to be attacked by because they'll just start eating you while you're still alive. Other <laughs> other bears will kill you first. It wasn't Gentle Ben. We know that. <laughs> I think mm. Gentle Ben killed a bunch of children too. No. <laughs> No, don't start rumors. Don't start rumors. Yeah, they're already out there. <laughs> not so gentle. Uh, well, the article here does not mention what kind of bear it was. It just says a bear. Yeah, I'm not sure what they have in India. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. I mean, 
same continent as Russia, and Russia's mm-hmm. got some pretty nasty, huge bears. So, who knows? Unbelievable. Well, there you have it. The selfie threefer ash hole of the week. Ash holes of, of, of the week. Ash holes of the week. What else did you smoke this week there, Aaron? Oh, gosh, man. I, I couldn't even, like, look at my notes of what I've been smoking mm. this week. Uh, what did I have? Oh, here's what I had. Mm. Uh, I had a Rocket Patel Connecticut Edge. Ooh. Um, and the, the reason I was smoking that is because of the FDA news that came out. So the, the lawsuit that was against the FDA for the warning labels mm-hmm. went in. It was in the FDA's favor. So it's going to be, at this point, still... Um, nasty huge warning labels on cigar boxes whatever um and so i smoked the rocket Patel one because rocket Patel is a huge advocate for you know uh, essentially he's, he's part lobbyist now mm-hmm. for the cigar industry mm-hmm. uh two he also was instrumental with forming the cra so and the cra sent me a couple of rocket Patel cigars when you sign up so i renewed my membership and they sent you cigars so i was going to smoke those Kind nice. of in, in memoriam, I guess, for that <laughs> loss. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, as we've seen with other industries, like if you're not making your voice known, right. it's just going to get worse, especially for cigars. Premium cigars were left alone for so long, but now, you know, it's coming at us full force and it's going to ruin our experience. Like, you know, we'll see uh, brands shutting down. You're going to see less. We're not going to see any new cigars coming out. Within right. probably next year, there'll be nothing. Mm. We're put, I know there's a few coming down the pipe this year, but it's it's nowhere near what it used to be. Right. So if you're not a member of the CRA, go to CigarRights.org, sign up, become a member. You'll get a couple of free cigars out of it. Mm. I mean, it's $35 for a year, I think. Um, but, you know, you get some of that back with the free cigars. So it's really not, you know, a, right. f- a big expense. And then you find out what's going on in your area. You find out what's going on in your state. You can put, sign the petitions. You can call your, you know, senators, your mm. congressmen, uh, and make your voice known so that you don't lose the things that you enjoy, like cigars. Right, right. And, he, you know, Rocky Patel is actually coming to New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. He's going to be doing a, a dinner at uh, Castaways, yep. which is a restaurant in uh, uh, Seabrook, and he's going to be there on June 6th. And for 100 bucks, you get this surf and turf dinner, steak and lobster, um, uh, buffet um, hors d'oeuvres. There's going to be uh, gals doing the whiskey, you know, handing out whiskey tastings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Rocky will be there. You'll get three cigars, and it's a v- relatively small event. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's maxed out, I think, at, at 200 people. Yeah. And uh, for uh, 100 bucks, you get the, the meal, the cigars, and that time with, with Rocky at Castaways. And so if you're Can't in the that. area, you want to know, um, call uh, two, two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and they'll put you on the list. That's going to be a fantastic event. I'm going to be there. Big Jim's going to be there. I don't know if you're going to be there. I know, but I'm busy that week. So. You're busy that week. Yep. Uh, go figure. Yeah, it happens. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it, you know, basically because I want to meet this guy. I mean, he was a lawyer before. He went into the cigar industry and did a really great interview on uh, that yep. was on Fox News yep, a, 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 a couple month months or ago. so, a couple yep. months ago. And I'm really anxious to, to kind of hear him in person and, yep. to, and to be able to... Uh, ask some questions and stuff like that. I mean, with all the the gun rights Mm -hmm. conversation going on now, people will complain about the NRA, and it's like, the reason the NRA is so powerful, they're like, it's so powerful, that's Mm -hmm. because it has members. It has people that vote. And so it's like, sign up for the CRA, 
if you're in Europe, I think it's a, they have a CRE, mm -hmm. Cigar Rights of Europe. Uh, you know, it's I'm not sure what the politics are. Quite a, if it works quite the same way for them for mm -hmm. lobbying, but you know, make your voice known. Right. Um, yesterday, for me, you know, something else that I smoked was also a a Kristoff. I, I I smoke especially the pissed, pissed off Kristoff is probably my favorite. That is a great cigar of their lines. And I, Strong, I love great. that cigar. Yeah. I love that cigar. But uh, we got some um, Habano um, uh, Coronas in, and I had to try one of these. A great Corona size cigar, classic Corona size, six bucks. Can't Actually, just under six bucks. Yeah. And it was just a really nice, medium bodied, smooth, some leather, some coffee kind of spice to it. Was really really nice. Burned for about an hour and fifteen minutes or so. It was a great little cigar. Really enjoyed it. Mm. You know, they make some great stuff. Um, you know, and and this is you know for me, you know, w one of my more favorite uh, Connecticut's. Yep, yeah, it's a very solid Connecticut, and it's got the, that uniqueness to it. Mm. Yeah. Now, normally we do a uh, Miles with Styles uh, at this point in the show, but Michelle is sick with a cold. And, um, so we don't even want to hear her. We don't even want to hear her right now. She'd be, you know, hello, this is Michelle. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't want that. Uh, so we have something else here. Uh, you want to kind of introduce this here? This has been the rage of the Internet over the last, I would say, 24 to 36 hours. Mm. I had seen the headline yesterday and didn't pay too much attention to it till I came in today and the boss brought it to my attention. And he held his phone up to my ear, and he asked me, what did I hear? And I think this is what I heard. Laurel. Laurel. And I said, Laurel. Mm -hmm. That's what that story is all about. But then I had a free moment, and I read into it um, a little more carefully. And then I come to find out what many people claiming they're hearing is... Okay, and, and so now it's it's become the Laurel Dash Yanni craze, mm. and apparently they lined up all these people, and people at home are doing it, as they're probably doing it now, and if they haven't yet, they probably will, uh, and they're listening to it, uh, and many people are saying Laurel, and many people are saying they heard Yanni. Yanni. This is the file. What do you hear? Laurel. Laurel. Now, I should go as far as to say, I did a little research here in our plush but not overly ostentatious mm -hmm. Studio 21 Podcast Cafe Audio Laboratory, <laughs> uh, and uh, I took the file off the internet and, yeah. s and saved it, mm -hmm. uh, and then I had to do some other work, I came back to it several hours later and played it, uh, and while I could have sworn I was hearing Laurel, I did hear Yanni. Mm. And I said, well, this is crazy. Now, this comes from the New York Times um, webpage. Apparently, they traced the clip back to a Roland Zabo, an 18-year-old high school student in Lawrenceville, Georgia, mm -hmm. who posted it on Reddit. Good old uh, Reddit. And he said that he was working on a school project and recorded the voice from a vocabulary website playing through speakers on his computer. 
People in the room disagreed about what they were hearing. <laughs> Some other students created an Instagram poll, which was then shared mm -hmm. widely on Reddit, Twitter, and other sites, and then it just morphed into a huge it's, it's the news story. It blue is blue and black and white and gold dress all over again. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the original file again? Let's, let's play that for The us. original file is, as you hear it now, Laurel. See, it's, Laurel. it's funny because I, hear I, Laurel. I first heard this before, just as I pulled in actually, I, it, one of my friends posted it, I listened to it, and I heard Laurel. Like, mm -hmm. I couldn't hear anything otherwise. Now I'm hearing it in these headphones, mm -hmm. and I, it's got to be the frequency that we're getting through the headphones. It sounds almost like Yali, but it's, it'd be more You're Yanni. You're hearing now. Yanni. Yeah, through I'm the headphones. I'm hearing Laurel. So funny. Clearly. Laurel. And it's like when hearing it through my my speakers in my car it was, or through my phone, it was just, I could only hear Laurel, but now I'm hearing Yanni. Now because you're hearing Yanni. We have more highs than these, I think. It, well, I, I mean, we, have, we have more highs than those, but I'm not hearing that at all. It's so I'm, funny. I'm, and now I'm, it's hearing, I'm hearing Man, different. Th just no figuring this out. Because yeah. it's like, <laughs> so my friends are Now I debating. hear Yanni, but you've, you've screwed with the, the I, I've, sound. I, I've altered it. So yes. You've altered it, yeah. With, with our audio editing capabilities here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We're very advanced. When you listen to a sound file, mm -hmm. uh, the audio spectrum is both huge and wide, and it could be altered at any given level. Now, you need fancy electronics to do that most of the time. If you're listening through a speaker with subdued volume, uh, you're getting less of a sound spectrum than you would if you had, say, a nice expensive pair of headphones on mm -hmm. uh, or were standing directly in front of that speaker. So it is possible in any given situation. And the audio you get out of your smartphone, unless you're listening with headphones, again, is subdued audio, altered. Mm. Uh, and it depends on the frequency mm. of the speaker. Uh, and the angle of which you're listening to it at. So there are literally thousands of different factors that could influence how you hear any given sound uh, at any given time. Uh, and that might explain why so many people are hearing Laurel and so many people are hearing Yanni. Or I also believe this could be a some sort of trick File, <laughs> uh, that just I don't think that's that just <laughs> automatically changes itself over time, uh, and or changes frequency over time, uh, and you know we've learned that computer files can sometimes yeah I don't think that's a, uh, I, don't, I don't think that's possible I mean because we have two people hearing this different things hearing the same exact file at the same exact time and you're hearing one person's hearing Yanni one's hearing Laurel so that it'd be a marvel to be able to... Either <laughs> or, Aaron. I think it could be either or. There may be more to this story than we have yet. I think it all comes down to the frequency, to how your ears are attuned. I mean... I, it's definitely, I think, what, you know, you know, there's definitely a part of this that's, that's you know, what frequency do you hear better? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, again, when I was listening, it's funny because when... Uh, Dave played this for me in his office. Yeah. I heard Laurel. Yeah. When we played it here, just over the speakers, and I didn't have my headphones on, I heard Yanni. Hmm. Now that I'm listening to it in the headphones, so I hear Laurel. And That's it's, it's so clear to me. 
I don't know how you could hear anything else. And now it's is, like, is, and it's the total opposite for me. It's like I was hearing Laurel when I had like the bass in my car, all that stuff, and now I'm hearing it in here with these higher frequencies, and all I hear is Yanni. Wow, so it's crazy. It's backwards. I would, I would really like to hear from our listeners what they hear. I was going to ask: Is there is there any action on the on the live chat? Is anybody uh, chiming in? So, well, I hear this, I hear that. No, we have people watching, but there's no live chat going on. Okay. Uh, you know, we did start earlier, whatnot. But if people would, um, you know, either write into the show or you know on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, whatever, yeah. whatever you know, go to uh, theashholes.net and and let us know what do you hear. And for let's, those, let's, let's yeah, the, those that didn't hear it before, here it is again, unaltered, as we took it off the internet. Laurel. Laurel. Yeah, it almost sounds like Yali now. Laurel. <laughs> it's so weird. Laurel. How can you hear anything else? It's so clear. Yeah, and, it's, and I bet if I took my headphones off, it would sound like Laurel to me again. All right, well, let's, we all take our, it let's all take our <laughs> headphones off and listen to it over the studio speakers. Okay. All right, here we I'll go. Do one ear. Okay, and here it is. Laurel. Laurel. Yeah, I can only hear my headphones. I, I hear Laurel. Speakers I hear, are pointing outwards. I, I hear Laurel also. But I have to tell you, about 40 minutes ago, uh, oh, actually, it was <laughs> about before we went on the air, right, right. I, I heard Yanni. Now I'm hearing Laurel. This so, is so screwy. So I think this is a trick file, and I'll go on record <laughs> as saying that. And if it turns out to be that, uh, then let me say that I'm probably the first one to make uh, such an a. Uh, ridiculous prediction yep. but uh, and you know what and for those of you that are listening and saying what does this have to do with cigars this is the kind of conversation you're going to have in a cigar lounge that's right you're going to just what we're <laughs> everyone's going to be chiming in these are the kind this. of things that cigar smokers <laughs> sit around sit smoke around. cigars and ponder yes higher <laughs> higher questions of the universe <laughs> yeah. is it laurel or yanni laurel or yanni laurel or yanni. yeah now so you weird. see maybe maybe part of the problem is i just don't like yanni yeah, <laughs> I just don't like it. The whole mustache, long hair, the whole mood music. I can't. Pretty outdated no, at this point. I just can't. I can't. I have a friend. My wife named Yanni. likes him. You know, I just didn't know. I have a no, friend I, from Yanni. Nice boy from Lowell, and he doesn't have long hair or a mustache. <laughs> nice so, boy from so Lowell. So not all Yannis are created equal. Oh uh, yeah, well, okay. thank goodness. For thank right. goodness. Thank goodness. For well, that. it's interesting. Thank goodness. Uh, so you know what? What is our final thoughts on this Connecticut Matador by Christoph? I am going to give it. I'm I'm kind of torn between three quarters and a full thumbs up. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go with the full thumbs up because okay. it's unique. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it a few times before. It's not a, not a go-to, but I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a super frequent cigar for me, but it is something that you know I'll maybe get a craving for once in a while. So I'm going to go full thumbs up. Okay, I myself am going to give this a thumbs up. This is a really you know for somebody who. Wants to have a Connecticut cigar, but is more of a full-bodied smoker. Yeah, there's a lot this, of flavor going on. This really on. delivers. It's got yeah. lots of flavor. It's the medium, and now it's it's not like medium plus, but it's like no. continues to get stronger as you smoke it. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a, there's enough complexity here. There's, there's kind of a um, rich, deep wood kind of flavors right now, and a kind of a the sweetness. I'm I'm going to describe it as a as a very creamy kind of toasted caramel. Sure. I'll, I'll agree to that. You know, and it, it's just, it's really, really nice. And again, it is, it is rather unique. I don't really pick this up uh, anywhere else. The, the thing that I think comes close to it, closest to it, is the uh, Intemperance Connecticut by mm-hmm. Roma Craft. But um, this is a really, really nice cigar. If you're yeah. looking for a change up, 
and you want to have something lighter, this is this is really good. Mm -hmm. And if you're a Connecticut guy who wants something a little bit richer than your uh, normal lighter Connecticut, this might be a step up for you. Yeah, I mean the Christoph line, they have something for everybody, really. Mm -hmm. So this this will satisfy. Stu, what about you? Well, it's a good evening cigar. It's a nice length. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, it's very smooth, and I like it. Uh, it, it. It's creamy. I'm not sure I'm getting all the sweet notes that you two are describing. But uh, like I say, it's smooth, and I'm enjoying it. And uh, I'm going to continue smoking it till it's done. So well, I, I would recommend it. Thumbs up from the control room. Very good. <laughs> well, you know, stick with us, my little Padawan. We'll get you going. <laughs> oh, you have. <laughs> By the time we're finished with you, and you you'll know, be able to pick up all and, these and things. And, you know, you never ask me what I smoked during the week. Oh. For, well, some, for, some, for some strange reason, but that's okay. Because what, what did you smoke during the because week? That's I'm, unfair of me. <laughs> no, well, uh, I expect things like that from the Ashholt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we have that name. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm... Pardon because, my be, French, because you but just, you're an Ashholt. Because you just... <laughs> <laughs> because you just mentioned... Pardon my French... There it is. You just mentioned the Roma Craft, and I'm in love with both the cranium, the cranium and the Fomorian. So, okay, yeah. I mean, those Great are my. Cigars, but yeah. the Fomorians are running out. I've got one left, and I can't find any anywhere. So, yeah, that's, it's hard to find that's just going to sit around for a while. But the Cranium, um, I compare actually to this Kristoff, uh, hmm. the Matador, because it, it's flavorful throughout, uh, it burns well, uh, and it's enjoyable. So. Very good. And that's what you want out of a cigar, right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely is. Definitely is. No doubt about it. Now, uh, next week, we're going to be smoking the uh, EPC La Historia Donna Elena. Okay. They've been out for a while, yeah. but uh, uh, they are new to two guys, mm -hmm. and we're going to uh, smoke those uh, next week. That's a good kind of oversized uh, Toro. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to so. that. Uh, yeah, that'll be my first time having it next week. I'm looking forward to that. So go to your local brick and mortar, pick one of those up so you can smoke with us. If your shop doesn't have them in, you can always order them from twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Make sure you have one so you can smoke with us next week. You have been listening to the Ash Holes Unfiltered Cigar Radio. Broadcasting from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.